Well, as we heard, the Afghan Taliban say they want peaceful relations with other countries and that they will respect the rights of women within the framework of Islamic law. The organisations held a press conference after taking control of Kabul. Women will be allowed to work and study, we're told. Despite during the Taliban's first rule, they were actually banned from working and girls weren't allowed to go to school. And of course, many women faced public stoning in Afghanistan between 1996 and 2001. I guess the question is, can they be trusted? In their press conference after taking control of the capital, uh, Zabahullah Mujahid faced reporters in Kabul. He says foreigners in the region will be safe. I don't know, do we trust this fellow at his word? We are reassuring everybody, all international organizations, all embassies, the UN, all aid agencies, that no one will be harmed. They are secure. Our forces are trying hard to secure their security and look after them. All right, well, look, Shahad uh, is a Hazara refugee. And my understanding is that he would be murdered if he returned back home. He's doing a doctorate right now at Monash University in Victoria, and I'm happy to say he joins us on the program. Sajar, good morning to you. Uh, Good morning, Marcus. Thanks for having me. It's my absolute pleasure. Uh, Just to what I've just played and the news this morning after this press conference from the Taliban, uh, you know, saying that they have effectively changed their ways. They're going to adopt a a different approach. Um, That is, they will treat women with dignity and respect and that they will allow uh, diplomats, humanitarian visa holders and others uh, to leave the country in peace. Do you think this is the case or is it perhaps something we should be careful about? Um, that uh, that's completely a lie. We don't trust Taliban. Uh, what we have been hearing from villages where Taliban have imposed themselves as rulers, people describe their presence as a group of armed gang groups who have come out of caves, holding us at a gunpoint as we move. We cannot even breathe. We could be executed any minute. Mm. So you don't tr- uh, trust their word when they say that women will be allowed to uh, move freely within society in Afghanistan. Women will also be allowed to study. Um, you don't believe uh, that's the case? Uh, no, uh, I, don't, I don't believe that's the case, especially for the Hazara uh, Afghans in Afghanistan. Um, I have been close contact with family uh, and, and friends in Afghanistan, they are saying the opposite of what Taliban are doing to them. They have been detained. They are, uh, they, there have been the house search for uh, people who have, who have uh, for Afghans who have worked with, um, with, with the government for human rights defenders and for, um, um, uh, for other members of uh, uh, Hazara Shia minority. Um, yeah, so those in a minority, uh, you know, like people you've referred to, they are still at grave risk from the Taliban. They are indeed. Um, 
Hazara, especially in particular, the, persecute, the persecuted Hazara minority in Afghanistan are right to fear the present may intimate the past. Because in the post-withdrawal talks um, so far with the Taliban, the Taliban have said that they will, uh, they, they will only accept the Hanifi jurisprudence of Islam practiced by Afghanistan's Sunni majority. And, exp- and Taliban explicitly had rejected accommodating the uh, uh, Shia Islamic law uh, and, and values fo- followed by that persecute, uh, persecuted Hazara minority into any post-withdrawal uh, reconfiguration. So it is an ambiguous uh, signal and a very dangerous signal to the Hazara. All right. Explain your circumstance. You're currently doing a doctorate at university here in Australia. Obviously, you're on a visa um, would it be safe for you once you complete your studies to return to Afghanistan? Not at all. Um, it's it's not safe to return to Afghanistan. It's it, uh, it's it's very dangerous. Um, uh, I uh, I came to Australia in 2012 as a refugee. I am a permanent resident. I'm doing um, I'm, I'm doing law here at Monash University in Melbourne. Um, uh, going back to Afghanistan is not safe at all. Uh, for uh, for for any Afghans, um, uh, I, 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 if, if, uh, if if we go back to Afghanistan, we will be we will be killed by Taliban, especially particularly for the uh, uh, for the um, uh, Hazara. Mm. Just, explain, just explain, just uh, explain, to my to my audience, to my listeners, um, the difference um, uh, between the different. Um, I guess I'm just trying to understand. So you're Hazara, um, but the Taliban will only allow a certain practicing of, of the Muslim religion within their new framework. So anybody that's outside of this framework will be at risk of persecution. Is that right? That's right, yeah, okay. from what they have said in, in the peace negotiations so, uh, with Afghan government recently. Okay, so they they're not at all as tolerant as what they're making out to be in the press this morning? They are not at all. In fact, what they have done in Taliban from the Hazaras, we have a memory that um, a memory of uh, persecution and, mm. and, and genocide that we faced uh, by Taliban in the 1990s. So what Taliban did in the 1990s when they ruled Afghanistan, uh, the Taliban starved thousands of Hazaras to death by blocking food supplies to them. Oh, they massacred thousands of Hazaras in Mazar-e Sharif in 1998, which remains one of the most notorious atrocities in the 40-year uh, conflict um, uh, in Afghanistan. Taliban massacred over um, uh, over 2,000 Hazaras, and, and that's, uh, that's um, uh, reported by the Human Rights Watch. But the Hazara group estimated that, uh, that uh, 15,000 15, uh, Hazaras uh, were died in orchestrated killings under the Taliban, oh, which in turn became the trigger for uh, uh, for major refugee flows to neighboring countries and and further afield to Europe. We, right. we we Hazaras believe that we will we will be killed. Uh, uh, we uh, we 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 will we will be we will face genocide by Taliban and and and, and Hazara minority. Uh, will will make uh, 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 one of the biggest groups of asylum seekers and refugees in the region. Well, that is a concern. I mean, uh, I'm told the Hazaras uh, are the, what, the third largest ethnic group in Afghanistan. Um, you know, they're also a significant minority group in Pakistan as well. And 
You know, it's not as if you'd be safe in Pakistan either. I mean, there are some 4 million Hazaras in Afghanistan alone, but here in Australia, I also understand uh, certainly there are in excess of 25 to 30,000 Hazaras. Um, will it be possible for people uh, to claim some sort of asylum or humanitarian um, uh, respite here in Australia? Is it, is it still difficult? Uh, it has been very difficult here in Australia. I was lucky to to, uh, to get permanent uh, protection here in Australia, but we have thousands of Hazaras yeah. on temporary and chef visas who are living in Australia for uh, for more than eight years now. They are living in destitution. They are living on temporary and chef visas. They are not being given a chance to get a permanent protection to re to uh, unify with their families. Yeah. Um, uh, and and it, it has been really difficult. Um, well, hopefully, um, given what's going on in Afghanistan at the moment, hopefully our government can protect these people and not uh, make and ensure that they're not sent back. It's uh, It's been interesting and uh, uh, fascinating to speak to you, Sujad, and um, I, I worry, though, that you have uh, many loved ones, even family and friends back home in Afghanistan who are obviously at, uh, at risk. Uh, thank you. Can I can I share one last point? Please. Uh, quickly. Um, uh, uh, to, uh, I think three things that Australia must immediately do to help Afghans. Uh, one, to grant them permanent visa to all Afghans here in Australia on temporary visa. Two, to facilitate family reunion for all Afghans here uh, living in Australia. And the last point in, 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 in number point three, to expand humanitarian intake with a special additional 20,000 visas for those most at high risk in Afghanistan. I hope that Australian government would help Afghans immediately. All right. Well, uh, we will share our uh, discussion this morning and uh, no doubt people in the government will hear it. Sajad, thank you very much for your time. All the very best for the rest of your studies. And uh, look, I, I wish uh, your loved ones and, and family and other members back home in Afghanistan all the very best. I pray that they stay safe. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. There is Sajad on the program this morning. Uh, a Hazara refugee who is now a permanent Australian, he is safe, but there are many others over there that are not.